Hey guys, welcome to Save Continue Podcast, where every week we get together and talk about video games and video game related stuff. As always, I'm Shanae Howard. This is Thomas Shelby. Good morning. And Ryan Robinson. Uh, konnichiwa, bitches. Love it. So, uh, <laughs> what have you guys been up to this week? Uh, I've basically only been playing Resident Evil 3. And I'm having a lot of fun with that. So I did like... It wants you to do all these different playthroughs, you know? Mm-hmm. So like I just got done doing one where like you can't use the item box at all. And that was stressful, but it was fun. And I beat the game. I beat the game in about an hour and a half now, which is pretty cool. And uh, yeah, doing that kind of stuff, like no healing runs and that kind of thing. Nice. And I'm getting really awesome at it. it. Probably six or seven times, but I have a few more to do. I'm like three trophies away from the platinum. I don't know if I'm going to try to do that or not, but I'm having. I don't really feel like playing anything else right now, so I'll probably end up doing that. Oh, Uh, I also I started. I I did start playing. the PS4 port of Nino Cooney, uh, the first one. So, doing that a little Being bit. a good boy, helping your mom. Yeah. I mean, mom's dead, so. Oh, man. Well, There's no help in that. Well. And I speak from experience, so. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, what yeah. about you, Ryan? Well, uh, I finished The Last of Us Part 2 a couple of days ago. How many uh, times did you cry? Uh, total four. <laughs> four times. Like at the, at the finale or like the entire game? Uh, I'll say that the finale is certainly a bummer. Over the course of days. Over the... <laughs> <laughs> I beat it and then I cried four times over as many days. Uh, no, um... I uh, I don't know. I feel like in the opinions that I have personally seen of that game, it seems like kind of divisive, specifically where the story is concerned. Um, I connected with the story, with this game story, more than I did the first one. Um, I enjoyed. But do you think it's a do you think it's a better story than the first one? See, that's like it's, objectively. It's well, I mean, I, I don't know. It's weird, right? Because I, I think that like. I think that basically what the story is doing is kind of doubling down on the themes established in the first game, uh, which is basically like loss and struggle and like moral, like moral gray areas and shit. Um, And, but it's, I feel like it's pretty effective. Um, Druckmann says the first game is about love and the second game is about hate. Well, there's a lot of, there's a lot of hate in that game. Yeah. Like hey, 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 hey. And like and it seems to be like Now imagine that game to have a haters ball. I would love that. <laughs> like anger and I don't know I don't know if it's like I don't know if it's necessarily hatred either, right? Because I think that like anger is a huge motivator for all of the central characters in that game. And um but I just I think that it's effective and I feel like I resonated more with the characters in this game than the first game. Um, I, well, let me tell you something, Ryan. Okay. Until you are a father. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's a dog dad. 
Yeah. Um, that's the thing. <laughs> see, that's the thing about it is that I I I filled out the census form today, and I you know you can't put your dogs on there. So you according, can. According to the U.S. government, <laughs> I guess that doesn't count. But um, but I also I think I I enjoyed playing this game more as well because I I think that like um I think that the encounter. <laughs> Uh, allow for more creativity this time around like it each encounter feels like a, like a kind of like a self-contained like sandbox and like there are multiple solutions to each one um i chose to i feel like uh the last of us as far as a uh, combat is concerned um really uh, focuses on stealth a lot um and so i kind of chose to focus on that myself um but i like it like i feel like the combat had like a really good like contextual feel to it but anyway i um i finished that and i felt pretty content with my experience there uh they give you the option to go back and do all of the combat encounters in that game like without any story context attached to it um i thought about doing that but then I, i decided against it um Interestingly enough, where the first game had com- uh, trophies related to the difficulty of the game, there are no difficulty-related trophies this time around. Um, yeah. So, I feel like uh, I feel like this. I feel like the, getting the trophies in this game will be a little bit more attainable for me. I did get all the uh, the difficulty-related trophies in the first one, but I only. But the only reason I played on the hardest difficulty is because I wanted those trophies. But so without those trophies present, I don't feel compelled to do that. Um, and you feel like you enjoyed it more because of that. I don't. I think that the overall vibe of the game, uh, the first game, is like kind of enhanced by that harder difficulty, only because it's like it just seems more uh, like every encounter is like more of a struggle, and it's like really like you're really really scrounging your resources but other than that i would not recommend playing it that way because it's just it's just really really hard um and the other game that i played this week was ooblets ooblets well no i also played ghost of tsushima i also played that i can't believe oh how is that uh it's pretty great actually um it's pretty it's pretty great um any white guys playing flutes Zero. You can play a flute yourself. Um, So far, there are no white guys. Just uh, everybody that I've seen on the screen so far has been Asian or a bear. So okay. But uh, the game is actually pretty cool. Um, I don't know what I. I don't know. I felt like I. I expected the feel of that game to be different from what it is, Uh, just based on what little of the gameplay they showed. I don't know, but it. it, uh, To actually actually playing it feels really good um and it's a really actually it's a very very cool kind of uh uh open world game um i feel like kaylee is getting farther than me in it because uh she's been playing it more constantly than i have uh but uh, so far the story seems decent uh the combat is really really fun especially when you get like a perfect parry and like the guy's sword slides off your sword and then you just come back and slice them it's really neat. Slice them up. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And so I, so far, I like the game a lot. I don't, I don't know how other people are receiving it, but I've been having a really good time with it. Um, and yeah, the other game that I played is uh, was Ooblets, which is um, 
uh, I'm sure you guys. I don't. I'm sure you guys remember hearing about that game a while back. Yeah, uh, um, I know that game. Yes. So it's basically like for if you don't. I don't like its art style. Yeah, it's it it's kind of. Um, I don't know if the I don't want to use the word striking because I feel like that implies something else. Um, I don't know. It's 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 simple. I guess is the way. I don't know. But um, it's kind. It's a very. It's a it's a pretty chill game. So basically, it's a it's a mixture of farming simulator, not farming, not like the game farming simulator, but like something like Harvest Moon. Like and then like with a like kind of like the life simulator stuff of those games with like mm-hmm. making friends and and selling your crops and stuff and then on top of that you have another layer which is you have your ooblets who they can they can help you on your farm and they also participate wow. in dance battles with other ooblets so that if you win those dance battles you get seeds from those ooblets and you could take those seeds and grow them in your crops and grow more ooblets who will hang out with you. How, how good of a dancer are your ooblets? What's that? <laughs> I said, how good of dancers are your ooblets? Uh, they're okay. I mean, they got little stubby little arms and legs, and they can't really... They, their animations aren't, like, crazy complex or anything, but, like... Um, and, and all the uh, the dance battles are, like, they're also... They're also deck-based. So you have your cards, which are dance moves, oh. and you play the different cards, and... Um, that kind of you know, reminds funny, me. Funny, like, are they I kind saw, of like? Go ahead. No, go ahead, tonight. I was gonna say it kind of reminds me of uh, like the battle system in uh, Chain of Memories when it was just like only the card. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's just like every every turn you get like four cards in your hand, and then you play different moves, and they each card uses a certain number of beats, which is like the equivalent of mana or whatever analog you you want to use for your selected card game. Um, and then the the object of the of each battle is you have a point limit that uh, each side is trying to reach. Uh, so uh, the first person to reach that point limit wins the battle, and then they get the, the seeds and everything. Um, the, the thing about the people in the town, though, is they all just seem to speak nonsense, like, all the time. And so... Um, Fair. And so that's kind of that's kind of weird, uh, but I mean I can't say that I haven't been enjoying it. Like I've been playing it pretty consistently uh, since I bought it, which was yesterday. Um, it's still in early access, so there are some there are some bugs that that do come up here and there. Like uh, so, when you go into your farm uh, to plant things or do whatever, yet you, you go you press a key or a button to go into farming mode. And sometimes I'll get stuck in farming mode until I exit the game and come back. Um, and then there are, there are total there are complete areas that are like kind of cut off because, uh, according to the messages in the game, the developer broke that area of the game, so they're trying to fix it. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, other than that, I've been having a pretty pretty chill time with it. Um, I do enjoy it. Um, I think I I'm looking forward to playing more of it and you know seeing. If they unlock more features, or uh, and you know, see the elder areas that they unlock, um, I had been looking forward to that game when I first heard about it because it looks really cute and really fun. Uh, so, it's really cute. Yeah. So, um, I see, like- so when I first heard of this game and saw the first initial trailers for this game, like everything you said, 
about it being like a farming simulator with like deck based stuff and like life simulation, right? Like you could not tell any of that from the oh, trailer. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I had no idea. And I, I knew, I, I think I knew about like the dancing stuff, but like, yeah. I had no idea. Like, that's the thing is like, even if I like a game, I'm at the point now where if I see cards, I'm kind of like, okay, here we go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But um, even still though, I, I, I do think the game is, is fun for what it is. Um, I'm looking, but again, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do, what they do with it. Because right now I'm kind of in a, uh, I'm kind of in the loop of I water my crops and then I go get some ooblets. I talk to the townspeople. I go home and go to sleep. And then I, I, you know, I, I do it all over again. Um, I'm getting <clears throat> more like gadgets to put around my farm, like sprinklers. Like I have a sprinkler system that is essentially Ooh. super soakers. And like you, you set like a, you set up a super soaker like in front of your crop and then it'll, it'll hit three tiles in a straight line. So I have like three super soakers lined up next to each other. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's, it's neat. I like it. So it's a $20 on, it's an early access on the, on Xbox and the Epic store. So, for uh, yeah. Uh, so I, I guess like as soon as the community gets toxic, I want to join it. Cause I've been playing a lot of smash brothers cool. and I, I don't know. I just remember when you first started getting into like fighting games, really, Ryan, and how excited you were to get better, yeah. and like your face, and it's a, it just like it's very fucking much addictive. Victory is every addictive, time. I, I don't even know if it's victory, but it's just like understanding the mechanics and like what's going on between my hands and my brain a little bit better. Yeah, and actually like putting being thoughtful in in street. I'm not street, in fighting games. Yeah, like I've never like been thoughtful in my actions and it's exciting it's exciting to like have that click and see the forward progress yeah uh yeah. and then Berto just shit talk me and like bring it all down but it's but it's happening yeah. <laughs> uh so i'm playing that and then um me and Berto had a date and we bought a new board game and uh disney villainous actually pretty good and uh, we had a water balloon fight, which are not video game related, but I just wanted to talk about it. And <laughs> and then I haven't really been playing that much Animal Crossing, but I have been playing Halo Reach. Nice, that's a good one. I saw somebody else talking about Reach today. Halo <clears throat> Reach is one of the better ones. So I've never played Halo Reach. I've played some of two, definitely all of three, and it's been a hot minute since I played either of those. Yeah. And so I've never played Reach before, and I'm playing with three other people, and we kind of just, like, end up, like, we'll do the objective, and then we kind of end up getting, like, talking, and then I don't hear what's going on, and then I just don't know where to go. Sure. <laughs> uh, but it's still actually pretty fun. Uh, it definitely, like, it's still super nostalgic while also being new, while also I have to keep in mind, like... The game is beautiful, but also when it was made. So some features, I'm. it's weird they're not in there. Like, I had to go in and manually set it to where it'll toggle the crouch, where I don't have to like, hold it on the controller for it to crouch. Like, it'll just automatically do it. Yeah. And I was just like, why am I not crouching? Why do I have a crouch? Like, why isn't this working? Because instead of, like, looking at the map, I just play, press all the buttons and see what they do. Sure. And <laughs> that's how I figure out video games. Just do things, see what happens, and, and then keep that in mind. So uh, it's 
So there definitely was like a learning curve, like or like remembering curve, like hey, oh, these things weren't just like automatically there. And it kind of made me appreciate some of the intuitiveness of more current games than Halo Reach. Yeah, yeah. I whenever I play, uh, like if I play Halo or even go back to like Valve games like um, Half Life or Left 4 Dead, like because of because of my experience with every other shooter, I'm still like I still always forget that those games don't have an aim down the sights button. So like I, that's... which is weird because games of that time did you know yeah um and I feel like of the popular shooters of the of Halo's like real like peak like it was the only one not doing that uh, yeah so it's still it's still like weird to like I'm like because I will every time I, I every time I picked up Halo in recent memory I was like which one is the aim down sights button oh it's this one oh no that throws grenades never mind so. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's weird, right? Because like with modern shooters, like Snake's Hand, things have kind of been like control schemes have been unified across games and developers, right? So like the southernmost button is typically going to be jump, the westernmost button is typically going to be reload, right? Yeah. Uh, whereas like the era in which Reach came out, people were still kind of doing their own thing. Yeah, like I kept pr- like pressing down on the analog stick, trying to sprint. Yeah. I forgot that you have to move and press X at the same time, or like for it to sprint, Weird. prolonged. And uh, yeah, so there's like things like that where I'm just like, oh yeah, I have to do this. Like, or I have to go like map out the keys so it'll do it. Dude, I remember uh, going back a few years ago trying to play Resistance: Fall of Man, and yeah, like click that stick. It controls so weird. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Fun game though. Uh, I don't think I ever played Resist- the Resistance series. I was aware of it, but I don't think I ever personally played it. Yeah, well, Fall Man's the first one, and like, yeah, and there's like, like there... clicking the stick to aim down sights. You know, like very strange. Where uh, like I've been, I've been conditioned to like click the stick to like punch. Right. <laughs> yeah, all of those. It does feel like awkward in my hands. Yeah. But I am like, it is returning to my memory how these things work because. The Xbox controller has not changed much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's been pretty fun. Uh, <clears throat> it's been fun, like playing games online with people in a faster pace than Animal Crossing. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so a pace, and <laughs> <laughs> and I'm talking about I'm talking shit about Animal Crossing, and you spend a fucking three months talking about oh. how much you wanted to suck that game's dick. Yeah. I still want to suck that game's dick, <laughs> but like, it doesn't mean that I'm not aware the balls are small. Like, I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> sure. Nice. Sure. Like, small balls. I still... I still, <laughs> I still love the game. It just said, yeah, it's just... There's, there's, there's faults in it, and I'm aware of them. I've been aware of them. I've been aware of a lot of them, and I... But it doesn't change the fact that I still love that game. Yeah. I just haven't really been playing it because I'm not good at moderation with that game. <laughs> once I start, like, uh, yeah, once the once pop don't stop, yeah, that for sure. So I don't know. I might have to put Pringles it down for a while. Games. Yeah, yeah, it's the Pringles of video <laughs> games. Don't get your hand stuck in there. <laughs> yeah, don't put your dick in it. Like, yeah, I get it, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you can do that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's all I've really been playing. But I mean, I still. I mean, you say that's all, but that's more than you usually bring to us. Yeah. Well, 
I well, I've been playing less video games, but I'm playing a more variety. Sure. So normally sure. I just play an extraordinary amount of Animal Crossing yeah, or yeah. Kingdom Hearts or whatever game. But uh, I've been I've been diversifying, and then I also have been trying to get better at reading. And since my uh, leave of absence at work was coming to an end, I was also like trying to do a lot of things that I should have taken advantage of. Yeah. So. I'm in a busy girl. Good. Because you never but know. It feels when, good. You never know when the Reaper is going to come calling, Shanae. <laughs> so. I don't fear the Reaper. It's fine. Uh, but this week, though, you, Ryan, you wanted to talk about positivity and not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, positivity? I, well, I just want to talk. I mean, I, I just thought of that up as a segue. Jesus. I just, I, I just wanted to talk to you. I just want to talk about video games that make us feel good when we play them, you know? Okay, so I, I need, a, like, a definition, you know? A feel good? Like, what exactly you mean? I mean, whatever. You know? what, what does feeling good mean to you, uh, Tom? Boners. Okay, so <laughs> of, the games, of the games that you probably have written down over there, pick out. I don't out, have any written down. Okay, of the games in your head right now. Yeah. Which of those games? Whatever you boner. Which of those games gives you a boner? Sure, sure. Or the biggest okay. ten, biggest boner. Okay. So I put I have some games that give me a certain type of boner, uh-huh. not the not the corporeal kind, but <laughs> a justice boner. What? But like <laughs> you know, uh, you know, like a, a brain boner. Like it gives my dopamine receptors a hard on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, dicks. All right, but like. <laughs> I, just... I was like, how far are we going to go with this? <laughs> uh, but no, I, I think that like there are certain games that I play that whenever I play them, no matter what kind of mood I'm in when I play them, I just immediately feel better. Or I feel good while I'm playing them. I'm happy to be playing them. Now, that's what, that's what, that's what feeling good playing a game means to me. It doesn't have to mean that, th- doesn't have to, mean that to you guys. But that's what it means oh. to me. I pick games that made me smile when I played them. Sure. Like if I, if I even if I replay them, I'm still gonna smile. Yeah, and because I think that, because I was thinking about it, I was thinking about how many games that I that I have played over the last year, right? And there is, there there was some kind of delineation between, I'm like I'm enjoying this game, sure, but like, I don't know if I like really like there's there was never like. With a first a specific game, there wasn't like a, that moment where I was like, "Holy shit, I'm having like a lot of fun," or this game is making me really happy right now. Um, and hmm. it's fun to think about that. It's fun to like think about like go back, to, like think back to those games. Like I could just play those games whenever I want. Whenever I want to feel good, I just play those games. It's fine. Um, and I was just wondering if you guys had games like that because I have a few. Um, but I was wondering if you guys had games like that. And what about those games does that for you? So I think I definitely have like a very specific kind of game in mind, not so much in genre, but like, like games that are short in length, but can like, you are able to achieve, achieve a mastery of, you know, uh, Resident Evil three is very quickly throwing itself on that list for me. But like, you know, it's the shit that I talk about all the time. Bayonetta, yeah, and like Shadow of the Colossus, like these one sitting games that you can 
invest time in and become very good at. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, I I like that. I think it's interesting about games about um, character action games like Bayonetta or Devil May Cry is that when you get good at them, like it's just it's a visual spectacle. It's yeah. like it's an, it's a joy to like watch yourself play these games because it's like because of like all the things that these characters can do like you can play them at a, like a very basic level and like get through the get through the levels but like once For you sure. once you master but if you master the, like the move set and like optimizing like all the different tools at that character at the character's disposal it's like really fun to like watch that stuff uh happen um because I've I've watched you play games like uh like Bayonetta or I've watched you play games like Nier Automata and like after you've been playing them for a while and seeing like how impressive like that stuff looks on screen just because of the way you're able to string those moves together. I think like also like with games like those, right? Uh, character action games or Resident Evil type of games, uh, you know, Shadow of the Colossus, like these are games that are typically eh, five to 10 hours in length, right? Yeah. On like your initial playthrough. Mm-hmm. But, like, your reward for getting good at those games is the fact that you get speedy at them. Right. And, like, I, I I guess I just really like being able to sit down and play a game start to finish, like, whenever, sure. you know? Yeah. Um, I like that a lot. Especially, like, now that, like, your time is, like, you think about it, like, from, like, maybe a decade or so ago like your time is more like at a premium now. And so like being able yeah. to, being able to finish, actually finish a game, um, you know, it's, it's like Resident Evil four, right? Like yeah. I like that game a lot. And that's like, without a doubt, a better game than the remake of three. Yeah. <laughs> but like that game's going to take me 10 hours every time. Sure. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I never really like, because I never like care about how fast I'm beating a game. I've never like I do see the appeal in like I've always seen the appeal in speed running. Like I've always seen like the appeal of uh like achieving a high level of skill in something. And of course like anytime you beat a game, like there is a sense of accomplishment there because your brain provides it. And, yeah. and but I've never really like necessarily thought about it in the way that like it makes people feel good because i just thought it was like oh yeah i mean of course they just want to like say they're good at something but, but I mean, even like... how you started like even the way you started this conversation today talking about smash brothers and like you're finally it's finally clicking with you does that not make you feel good i mean it does in that game but i like, don't understanding uh, a game I... on a deeper level in general you know yeah, I mean, like, I enjoy it. I just, like, yeah. when I thought about games that made me feel good, like I said, my criteria is like, a game that made me smile as I was playing it. And I just never, like, when I think about that, I have a list. And yeah. no game where I've actually, like, worked really hard or put any effort in to be skilled in, do I ever think about, like, the fact that I am progressing is making me happy. Yeah. Uh, like in in that level, I'm just like, oh hey, I can do this thing now. I can beat this game and then move on to the next one finally, or replay it, or do all the other side quests. I'm a just like I'm always like, <clears throat> what's ne- I'm a very much like a what's next person in like video yeah. games, and I think that's part of the reason I do like zap everything out of it because I want to know everything about the game. Sure. And yeah, no, I mean like, but you're right. Like I am definitely like getting that sense of accomplishment, and I and I can. For sure, feel like feel excited about being better about it. I just didn't pop my head, and I think that's 
uh, it's probably why you play so many games, like so many more games than me. Cause like, I just, <laughs> I mean like there, you know, Ryan and I have talked about it in the past. There are like the, there very rarely, but there's the occasional game that actually brings a smile to my face, you know? Uh, and the only one I can really think of over the past decade is the reboot of King's Quest with Christopher Lloyd, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah, that's really about it as far as, like, actually putting a smile on my face. I don't know. Um, well, I just have a couple of mine. So quite a few of mine are, like, Atomi games. And I'm going to go with the routes because there are some bad routes, but each route is, like, its own game. And I guess in that aspect, it is similar as in, like, I want to beat the game or now I want to see what each route is sort of deal yeah. with me. But, like, I mean, with the Tommy games, they do, since they are very story-driven, it does have the ability to obviously make that front and center. And so, like, a lot of the characters make me smile. The stupid, unrealistic, romantic, or goofy situations that the characters find themselves in, just, like, it makes me happy. Like, when I go through it, I'm just like, oh, this poor baby. He's so embarrassed. And then later I'm like, yes, get your kiss. Like, it's fun for me. It's fun yeah. to cheer on these characters I have control over. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. I just, like, they're, uh, and, like, I feel like with, like, uh, like, reality TV shows, there are character archetypes that I definitely, like, I like this one in there. But when it comes to, and, like, even with anime to an extent, but when it comes to, like, visual novels, like, I don't know, it's just kind of, like, you can definitely tell which ones are better written, I feel like. Mm. And so, I don't know, there's a lot more, like, variance in the type, type of characters I love. I kind of love, like, all of the characters in Dandelion, just to be honest. If I had to, I mean, I know that y'all aren't familiar with it. But it's the one that I mentioned where, like, they, the girl finds all the animals and then they turn into boys and if they go on a date, they're all, like, yeah. from another dimension and they're all, like, oh, princes yeah. and shit. Hey, boys. Animorphs. So, like, <laughs> yeah, the sexy animorphs. Um, I feel really gross for saying that statement. Yeah, because all the animorphs. <laughs> <laughs> as far as I know, all the animorphs are children today. So. I... Well, uh... I mean, children have to grow up, Ryan. Oh man! Right. <laughs> I don't know. Like, like, there's like a character like Jihei from uh, Danny Lion that I absolutely love. It's kind of like the more like Ice Prince stoic guy. Uh, that like, I don't know. You just have like, there's like a lot of really good scenes with like really good scenery where would he just you, is a sad boy would sometimes. You call him an Ice Prince. That's what they call them. It's just funny because, like, every time, like, every time I've heard of a woman giving someone like the cold shoulder, like, man, that's an ice queen. But like, thinking about some like a dude, you'd be like, look at that ice prince. It's just funny. So like, yeah, like it's like ice prince or ice princess. It's like the what is it like the tsundere or whatever. It's like I don't know. It's just like they're all. It's it's an archetype. It's like they're also like they also do it in like whatever. No, 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 I know what you're talking about. I know what you, I know what you mean. No, you don't. I do. I've seen, I've seen, I've watched an anime. He knows yeah, what I mean. Works. I said the character, but not the phrase. Is yeah. what he's saying. I know an anime. <laughs> One anime, please. Sure. Uh, uh, but I also, I don't know. Like, I normally don't really like the characters who um, are like super rambunctious and are like. I don't know. They're just like 
There's like I'm hoodlums because like I'm all angsty and I'm mad that I got feelings. Yeah. Uh, like I don't I don't like those characters, but they're uh, I think it's like Jisoo is the one for Dandelion, and I absolutely love him. He's probably the least bratty of like bratty characters like that. And I don't know, like Dandelion, pretty much constantly any route, even like even I don't like any of the ones for like even if it's like an older person who looks like they're like twelve. All that's like a big thing that like a lot of genres have where they just want like a very young looking boy and women love him and I don't get it. But no so I normally hate that character because I don't think it's cute. Sure. But I love this one and I don't know, like Cherits just does great with like I think as far as like characters. Uh like Amnesia Kent is like my favorite and I normally don't uh and he's like the studious mean type. The professor type. Oh sure. and uh if you want the term. Sure, yeah. And uh, normally I find those characters pretty boring. They normally don't have much growth. It's just like, oh, well, like, he's not as mean to me. And he doesn't make me read that many math books. So I love him now. Yeah. And it, Dream I don't know, guy. like, normally, normally that character doesn't develop. But it actually does quite a bit in Amnesia. And I don't know, anything with, like, characters that really grow and then go from being unhappy to happy which is most visual novels and these yeah. things and any of the good endings. I just love it. It just like, it gives me, I like learning about these little kids or, or guys and gals and then just making them happy. <laughs> like it's, it's a fun game for me. Sure. Sure. You heard it here first. And <laughs> likes learning about little kids and making them happy. You can, you yep. can find her at her username. Little kid lover. <laughs> <laughs> so they know what I'm about. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, there's quite a few, uh, there is quite a few, uh, like, visual novels that I do enjoy that don't make me smile. There's, like, there are some darker ones where the only good endings are the ones that you don't get murdered in. And, uh, like, those don't really make me smile. I just, like, I like the cute girly ones. I just, like, that's, that's why I play so many of them, because, like, it it makes me feel good. I think it makes... And it's easier to attain a, a, a chain. A, it's easier to attain than like completing a game rather than just like watch this cute scene of these two people be awkward. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I don't know. When you think about like feel good games, like I was thinking like, what can like if I was sick or upset or like in any mood, like what would make me smile if I played it? So honestly, most of it is that. I would say also, Kingdom Hearts one. Like, there, mechanically, I get very frustrated with that game in some aspects uh, and, like, and some of the design features. But, like, Sora's story in that game makes me so happy. He just wants to be a good best friend and he wants all the princesses to be great. And yeah. any of them were, yeah, it's just, like, it's just good boys and girls make, making things better. I don't know, it just gets to me. Yeah. See, I would say, like, the skill-based stuff, that does make me happy, you know? That's what makes me happy yeah. playing video games. Like, like if I play something that that's, has a, hair, a heavy narrative focus, that, like, that is the main focus of the game, I might love that game, but I wouldn't say that it makes me happy, you know? <laughs> Edith Finch doesn't make me happy, no. you know? <laughs> I mean, what, what kind of monster would you have to be you know 
Yeah, I uh, mean, I, I do think some of those stories could be looked at as happy. Sure. I don't think that every death story is necessarily a sad one, uh -oh. but uh, you know, yeah, like just in general, more heavy narrative stuff. I might think is like a really, you know, fantastic game, but sure. I wouldn't say it puts me in a better mood. Yeah. Whereas like finally learning how KOF combos works, like yeah. that puts me in a Man. better mood, you know. Shanae, if you want to talk about Tom being excited about something, get Tom in front of a KOF game, man. Like like he was like ev like he was having like revelation after revelation about that game and he was so excited. It was like actually really nice. It was really nice to see. Um, you had your uh, your mind map connecting all the strings and stuff. Yeah. Um. I, I, so for a second though, I did take me like I was like, "What the fuck is KOF?" I was like, "Oh, King of Fighters." Yeah. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. Sorry, I'm not. I'm not. I should have said King of Fighters, not KOF. But uh, I'm not in the community enough to know sure. the the lingo. Well, I mean, they got one of their characters in your precious Smash Brothers now, so. Yeah. You know who Terry Bogart <laughs> is. <laughs> I only play Fire Emblem characters. Okay, so. well, um, play as Terry, as Terry Bogard. He's the. I heard that he's you know the number one character in the game right now. So. Uh, is I that where Minmin's from? Like King what's of that? I think King of Yeah, uh, what, what from uh, Arms, right? That's what I thought. I was like, what the fuck? What King of Fighters characters in there? Terry Bogard. Terry Bogard. Oh, is that like an actual? Okay. Yeah. yeah. His name is Terrence Bogard. He's the guy with the baseball cap. I mean, technically, he's from Fatal Fury, but like, he's still from King of Fighters. Yeah. He's got the baseball cap and the jeans and the. He said Terry Bogard. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good guy. Um, I'm more partial to his brother Andy, honestly. But... Oh, I just thought he was a Street Fighter character. No, that'd be Ryu you and Ken. Stupid idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe like the new ones. The I don't know. There's the been like, there's the... been. The Street Fighter characters in the game are the characters that are dressed like Street Fighter characters, Shanae. Yeah. So, you know, Hadoukens? Yeah, you know what a Hadouken is, that dude looks. That dude looks like a Street Fighter character. Well, he's met some. He's met I some mean, Street Fighter characters a time or two. There's, but... there's 17 different versions of Street Fighter V. One of those can't handle that guy. Like, that doesn't. he doesn't fit in any of them. Well, no. Le legally, the, he cannot. But... <laughs> <laughs> Contractually, no. He's contractually uh, <laughs> obligated not to appear in a mainline Street Fighter game. Sorry. Um, not even a side. Not even a side one either. <laughs> but uh, no. Okay, so I was not aware of that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I but realistically, I only play Fire Emblem characters. That's fair. Sure. I've, they have swords, so why wouldn't you? You know. Yeah. Well, something got magic. See. I mean, why wouldn't you do that? Don't play as Robin. No one likes Robin. Which one is that? Robin is the player character from uh, Awakening, right? I think so, yeah. yeah. Why, don't, why don't people like Robin? Because it's just like, here's a generic character. Go uh, play as that. I see. Also, like, uh, I don't like the, the Robin's, like, movements. Yeah, I don't think any of the like I don't think the counters or any of that stuff is like particularly helpful. Nor am sexual. I good at timing it. Um, now I only play is like a uh, Byleth or uh, Corn. 
Well, yeah, corn's cool. When everything opens up again, Shanae, we're gonna enter you into some local tournaments, okay? Dope. All but right. only children's tournaments. I want to see kids cry. <laughs> sure, that makes sense. And then make them happy. Yeah, you want to make them happy. Right on. Uh, <laughs> Y'all invited me to be on the show. That's true. Y'all made decisions. Yeah. You're like an onion, though. Like, layers got peeled back over time, you know? Yeah. And then regrets were had. Yeah, to reveal your stinky fruit. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, God damn it. Um, yeah, I was like, I was like, honestly, like, most of it is just, like, Atomi games. Yeah. The rest of it's just that. I mean, there's probably other games that will might come to mind but mainly you know what game makes me fucking smile and ryan was there well has been there for this one is uh space channel 5 space channel 5 oh, puts yeah. a smile on my face tom loves that fucking game man yeah uh what's space channel 5 it's a rhythm game like an uh, actual rhythm game though right uh it's like like because a lot of times like i feel like a lot of when people say rhythm games they don't really uh, uh, what's the word? <sighs> they don't really like focus on the rhythm the way that Space Channel Five seems to. Mm. Um, but go on, Tom. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, it's fine. Uh, yeah, like there's just some really fucking bizarre character animations in that game. A lot of boinging. And yeah, it's just funny sound effects. Yeah. So like, and specifically <laughs> funny, specifically funny sound effects when you mess up, you know. <laughs> uh, and like that shit makes me laugh real hard. Oh yeah, no, that reminds me. Of course, like, let's do like favorites for City Ransom. Like getting hit with the pipes or anything, and the guy's eyes bulging. Love it. Yeah. Sure. That always makes me smile. Sure. Um. Um. So like. Earlier, when I suggested this topic, I kind of wrote down like a bunch of games that I thought of, but then within within that list, like some games, uh, like kind of jumped out at me for like specific reasons because they all made me feel the same way, but in, for different reasons. Um, so okay, the Playboy Mansion game. Okay. I don't know if I. Ever, oh, I, 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 I don't know if how I. How could I not bring up Leisure Suit Larry? Of course, that's yeah. my go-to chicken noodle soup for the soul. I don't know what like I don't I don't remember I don't know if like I ever talked to you guys about that game, but like. No, but I found your save. Is why I brought it up. But like, so I don't know if I brought this up to you, Tom. Uh, I don't think but, so. Okay, so in the Playboy and Playboy the game, you are you. You are both the main photographer as well as the, I don't know, the editor-in-chief of Playboy okay. magazine. <laughs> but you also uh, you also have sex with the models if you want. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Which is like... <laughs> like, so ethically dubious, but like, <laughs> they let you what do, do you it. Mean? You know? <laughs> That's that's if you're look. I mean, people let you do ethically dubious stuff all the time. That's a solid business structure, right? And it's lasted for decades. Sure. I mean, look, he did that for (laughs) a really long time, and it paid off. 
people wanted yeah. to be him for a very long time. So I get it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I never actually figured out like what that game was supposed to be because like I was like, is it a business simulator? Is this a dating simulator? <laughs> no, like, it is what not am a I doing? Um, it's a... No, because like they, they, they want you to like build up the magazine because they have you start off the magazine yeah. and they want you to build up the magazine to like make it more profitable. But they don't do they don't say anything about like any aspect of the magazine except for you taking pictures of the ladies and then having sex with them. And then that, trans- that saying, translates to like, profits. I've done business for a lot of years, and I yeah. have very rarely had sex while getting paid to do something. Well, that would be like, a prostitution. <laughs> well, the photographer is a, for the photographer is getting, uh, getting paid by Playboy, and he's fucking play, like models. So yeah. see, that's is the he thing. Also a prostitute? Is I can't figure out who's Probably. paying you. Because like you're the boss, and also the, <laughs> no, but you play Huffing. as no, you 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 are Hugh Hefner in the game though. You play oh. as him. No, you you're the the boss is the customers. People willing to pay your for your magazine. Yeah. Well, look, my, my I didn't mean to derail you so much. My, pay for your smile. My memory of that game is removed by like 15 years, so like I'm probably leaving something out. But uh, basically, that game is bad. But. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, but it made you smile. <laughs> not at the time. Talking about it made me smile, but like playing it didn't. Um, <laughs> uh, it gave you a physical boner instead of a metaphorical one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, okay. So I have a few games on here that made me feel like they made me feel the same emotion, but for different reasons, right? Um. So, the first one that I put on here is Splitter Cell Conviction. That's a good game. Um, so, all right. So, I remember I played Splitter Cell Conviction right after watching one of the Bourne movies. And uh, that game... With Matt Damon? Yeah, with, Matt, with Matthew Damien. And... Uh, so you felt super cool? Well, yeah, because, like, basically, like, well, Sam, yeah. <laughs> Sam Fisher in that game is, like, he's doing all the shit that Jason Bourne does in those movies, and it's really awesome. Um, but, I think like, I've seen parts of it, one Jason Bourne movie. I just think that it's, like, probably, like, I'm going to go ahead and say it's, like, my all-time favorite stealth action game. So, qu- question, query, Jason okay. Bourne. Like Metal Gear? Yeah, more than Metal Is, Gear. Does yeah. he wear does wow. he wear a black like turtleneck or black shirt a lot in those movies? I have no idea. Yeah. Like he's partial I was like, to, I was like, I, to the turtlenecks, I, yeah. I think it was Born Identity that was out whenever I was working in a movie theater. So I would see it whenever I like would go in and I was like, All I remember is him shooting and wearing a black turtleneck, and that's literally all I got from Matt Damon. Yeah. Like, I don't know what that movie's about. Like so I'm saying, please tell me what the movies are about. <laughs> Uh, okay, basically, Jason Bourne is a he's a secret agent who lost his memory, and he's trying, oh, to, okay. he's trying to he's figure out agent. he's trying to figure out who he is while people are hunting him. And over the course of time, all his skills come back to him, and it's just a whole thing that spans over the course of like four movies. But um, okay, so like it's like Memento meets James Bond. Not quite because don't compare it to James Bond. Uh, because uh, James Bond is just never mind. That's a, that's a whole other conversation. But anyway. <laughs> I've never seen any James Bond movies. I just know who James Bond is, and he's a secret agent. Sure. Okay. 
<laughs> what? No, I mean that. Am I wrong? No, it's you're, fine. you're absolutely right. It's fine. James Bond is a secret agent in the, in the service of Her Majesty. Okay. Okay. Uh, but like, the cool thing about about Splinter Cell Conviction is that like, one, I think that game is like just super replayable. Um, but like, it just it just consistently makes me feel. What's up, Tom? You know how, like, I remember Conviction coming out, and I remember liking it. Mm -hmm. I remember after Conviction, everybody did the whole thing with, like, the text and the environments and all that shit, you know? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, But, like, what I don't remember is, like, you're talking about being replayable on, like, Blacklist, uh, which was very similar to Conviction, Mm -hmm. has, like, a central hub. Right. Where you just like, I'm gonna go do that now, and right. I'm gonna go do that now. Right. Conviction wasn't that way, right? No, like you were kind of just moving from area to area, yeah. like in like kind of like a linear uh, fashion. Right, 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 right. Um, right. But like, I love, I love, like every time I play the game, I just feel so cool because like all of his like stealth kill moves and like, like being able to like mark like three targets and then like pop them all in the head in like quick succession. Is like really satisfying, and like the whole, like everything about that game just makes me feel cool when I play it. Um, and I always just like I remember the first time I beat it, like I immediately went back and started playing it again, uh, just because like it's just like that game is just like every time I do something in that game, like even going from cover to cover, like just looks cool. Um, and I just felt like that was just like I felt like for me, like as far as stealth action games go, I think that's the most fun I had playing it because it felt like. It's a stealth game that also really plays like an action game and like it really does. And in a way that like I found very 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 satisfying. Like um, there's a lot of conviction and blacklist that can be played like Call of Duty. Yeah, and like the funny you thing, know? the funny thing about uh Splinter Cell which is has always like has always been a stealth game is that at some point in um and conviction, and I'm sure this is this happens in Blacklist as well. But at some point in conviction, they give you access to like all these weapons, and only a f- and like a select few of them are capable of being fitted with silencers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like you have like all these assault rifles and loud shotguns and yeah. uh, these loud weapons. <laughs> but like the game, can, loud as fuck. What? The game can't be played that way because like what they do is they they also have a system where. Uh, you can you can use those weapons, but you just have to keep you have to move around a lot because the enemy will keep track of your last known position. So you can use those weapons, and you just have to keep hiding like in different spots as you're using them. And so it is real. It is cool to kind of tackle the encounters that way too. Um, but I just like it because it just it makes me it made me feel like like this like like this secret agent like like real badass, and I and I liked it a lot. Um, Goldeneye made me feel like that. Um, Dishonored made me feel like that. Yeah, Dishonored's a really cool one too. Um, I just uh, I, feel, I feel cool while playing that because mainly because I'm goofy with it. I'm always like sneak, 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 yeah. and then do the like little. And I whenever uh, he's like, I do like the teleport jump thing. Mm-hmm. I always like imagine the Mario bing sound as it goes up. Yeah, um, so I, I just also, feel cool and like goofy. I like that yeah. game. I also put Yakuza on here. Uh, I like Yakuza because it feels like I feel like I'm watching like this over the top silly action show and it's just it's fun to like like i've especially with all the tv shows that i've been watching lately i i like get attached to these characters on these like goofy tv shows 
And then, like, I always, like, I I enjoy, like, all the weird situations that they find themselves in. And, like, if you engage with a lot of QDUs, like, his side missions, like, a lot of them involve people asking him to do, like, crazy things. Like, at one point, like, I think this is in Yakuza's, uh, Yakuza 0, where he's just walking along and some guy pulls him off the street and was like, hey, we need a producer for our commercial because our producer, like, bailed out. And so, like, QDU, not knowing anything about television production, has to figure out how to, like, make this commercial work. And then for some reason... <laughs> For some reason, at like during the shooting of the commercial, like people start trying to fight him, and it's just like it's just it's just <laughs> wacky and silly, and like I love it because like there are like heavy scenes in Yakuza, like there's like a like a like an overarching story that like deals with some like heavy shit, but like a lot of the stuff that happens like as he's walking around is like really silly and fun, and like the even the fight the fights are like crazy and like like over the top because like you're always like grabbing weapons and like hitting people with signs off the street or like smashing them with bicycles or, or whatever. And it's just, it's just fun. It's just like really fun. And like, I like those characters a lot, uh, especially the main character, you know, it's, it's just, he's like this, he's like always, he's like this perpetually angry, but also very kind hearted person. And it's just, it works really well. Um, and I have two more here. I have breath of the wild. Uh, finally, and let me t- <laughs> let me tell you something about Breath of the Wild, man. Uh, there's something about riding around on your horse that is just I don't know what it is, but like I feel like a like I just feel calm, like because like the like the like those the scenery is just so beautiful and like everything is just so tranquil. And I mean until monsters show up, but like. Like, yeah, but then it's like fucking five, monsters. It's like five piano keys and shit, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, and like, and even like, not even just like galloping along, like just like just like on the horse, and he just and the horse is just walking, and yeah. it's just it's just nice to like, like just look around, and like look at all the things, and like, like it's nice. Like you see a campsite, you stop and you cook a little meal, you eat it. And you play in this game way different than I did. And you're just walking. <laughs> it's nice, man. And it's like I just, I just, I was like, what can I do with this? What can I do with this? And awesome. like, exactly, what can right? I do with like this? for me, Breath of the Wild was like, I'm a fucking scientist. Let's yeah. experiment, you know? Yeah. And I had to do a few. I had to do a little bit of that, <laughs> uh, especially with those I, fucking shrines, here's man. A, just like fuck it. Here's this mountain. I don't feel like going the regular path. I'm just gonna cook food until I can climb this mountain and call it <laughs> yeah. call it yeah, a day. <laughs> for sure. Well, that's another. Yeah. Thing. That's, uh, a, that's another thing about that game too is it does a very good job. And once you figure out how to do certain things, it does a very good job of making you feel like a genius for doing it. And and that's, I did it. Yeah, and that's really satisfying, you know. <clears throat> Um, oh, speaking of, real quick, Bailey's about to uh, finish her fourth Zelda game for the summer and then move on to another one. Which one is it? Uh, Ocarina play? right now. Nice. Yeah. The 3DS? What all, what all four has she played? She played The Wind Waker, Breath of the Wild, and Link's Awakening, and she's pretty far along in Ocarina. Is she playing the 3DS one? really fun. Uh, no. Okay. She's playing the original one. Right on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just, I just feel like that, and, and that's another thing about that game too, is that it's just so, I feel like it's just so open-ended with the way that it, like, allows you to kind of interact with it, that you guys played it one way, and I'm playing it a completely different way, and, but, 
we we both like found like immense enjoyment out of it and i think that like it's a huge testament to that game um and the last one i'm gonna bring up is a hat in time Oh, I do love that game. that game is just like so fucking happy like it's just so happy and cute and silly and like It's so cute. yeah and like i think my favorite a couple of my favorite moments are when like you're in the forest and that like that malevolent forest spirit is like he like makes you sign that contract and then like you're doing like it's just all this silly shit around that contract is just it's really funny and then like the whole like being on a movie set and they're like you're supposed to be helping them make a movie I and I really I like hated the train. the movie set. Really? I loved it. I like So the like train the, a lot. the movie set is like the stealth section of that game. Yeah. And I just found it very I don't know, But linear like and I just I like the I like the just the overall like look of the game. I like Yeah. I like I love Hat Girl. She's just adorable and like even her nemesis is adorable and it's just like the, the whole game is just like I I can't Who's cuter? <laughs> uh hat girl for sure uh but like just like everything about that game is just like it's just wrapped up in this like and this just like this cute like just cute atmosphere that is just a joy to interact with and i feel like i've played it more than once for the purpose of like specifically for the purpose of changing my mood uh just because like it's just so colorful and vibrant and and fun you know and i think it and it's fun in the way that like in the way that i remember 3d platformers being like when 3d platformers were like new and novel to me it's fun in that way and that like like just Yeah. I mean, it takes very directly from sunshine, you yeah know? and it's just and um it's just a it's just a gorgeous game and i and i i want like i've After playing that game, I feel like I've I've wanted to uh, I've been on the lookout for games that have like a similar vibe to them. And I think that's kind of also part of why, like, I was initially attracted to like a game like Ooblets because I was like, well, this game looks super cute and vibrant and happy. And uh, that's, you know, that's what I like, you And know. I, and I, now you got a farm of break dancers. Um, yeah, yeah, I do got to do that. Um, but I have a, I have, I'm rolling like 12 deep now. So that, I mean, I feel like I'm just paying off. Um, but yeah, I, I think, I think that, you know, a hat in time is just like a really like great game to play. Like, it's kind of like if I remember, I think back to when I was a kid and I would watch like something scary. And like, I remember the first time I watched phantasm as phantasm three as a kid and that game, that movie scared the shit out of me. And I remember immediately afterward, like, watching Cartoon Network to chill myself out. And I feel like I've played, like, I've played some scary games, and then I would, like, afterward, I would go and then play A Hat in Time. I was like, this is, okay, this is like cartoons, and it's, like, it's going to mellow me out before I go to sleep. And, you know, I think that's, like, when I play it, I, like, I am smiling the entire time, and I love that game. Um, but, yeah, and I, I just wanted to talk to you guys about, like, I think it's I think it's important, especially when you when you engage with a hobby that takes up so much time and money to find like to like find the, like think of those moments where you feel happy and you feel like you're really, really, really enjoying yourself. And it's just it's nice, you know, video games. I, I love video games. And I think it's games like that that 
when I feel that emotion, it reminds me of why I love them so much. Yeah. Well said. Thank you. Thank you. I got nothing to add. Was, as I said, it was well said. I got nothing. Uh, any closing thoughts, Tommy? Uh, no, not really. Play Resident Evil 3. No. Everybody's shitting all over that game, and it's real but, good. But why? Like, what Like, what do people not like about it? What's the problem? People don't like how short it is. Okay. They don't like Nemesis. Okay. You're not supposed to they like don't, him. They don't like that they removed the clock tower. Oh, come on. You know. Look, I'm not saying it's the best Resident Evil game. Like Jay Z, like Jay Z said, but it's, but it's not bad. Like Jay Z, fucking fun. Like Jay Z said, "You want my old shit? Buy my old album." Resident Evil Three, the original, is still out there, guys. We That's have a, true. We have a new uh, game that you can play on new consoles with less time. Tom, well, you know, like people, he loves it. People are saying it's 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 too short, right? Yeah. I'm like. I was thinking about that today. Wouldn't you rather a game be too short than too long? Like, wouldn't you rather want the game to be longer? Yeah. I'd rather... Than wish that it was shorter? I would rather a game leave me wanting more than overstay its welcome. Yeah. Well, I mean, those games are just the games that you end up not playing. Yeah. Or not finishing. But Like, like that's what happens but, with those games. Like, you just you just don't finish them. The, the th here's what I don't get. Every Resident Evil that I have played, it, like has kept track of how long you took to finish that game and people as far as i'm aware would strive to finish those games as fast as possible right. now they now give you, you don't have to worry about a whole clock now tower. they give you the <laughs> short game that you can beat in two hours if you want to and they don't like it i don't know man something stinks yeah. so yeah play that because i've been playing just way too much of that yeah i haven't been meaning to get around to it but you know there's Shit's going on right now. I, man. I probably won't. That's okay, Shanae. It's not scary, Shanae. It's not scary. I got, I got, I got to research all these Smash characters now. So when people uh -oh. bring up the game, I don't uh -oh. look like a fucking idiot. Well, I made, I made, uh, I made my son play the beginning of Resident Evil Seven, and it scared the bejesus out of him. It's oh. very funny to me. Yeah. And then, much like you. Much like you, right after he went and played something colorful and vibrant, it helps. Yeah, and actually, the world's okay. <laughs> you appreciate them more. Uh, it's very funny to me. Yeah, uh, you know. Yeah. The... Are you raising Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just like uh, 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 Baker Daddy is a scary dude, man. Like he will chase you throughout that house. He'll grab you by the face. Oh, he didn't even make it to that. He that didn't make point. it to Baker Daddy. No, I don't oh. think he even got his arm He's blocked off. He's a baby off. boy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Dead Space is next for him, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, I, I would pay... I mean, I, no, I, w I wouldn't pay money to watch Bradley play it. Cause he would. Well, and you like to make children happy. Sure. That's what you said. <laughs> you said that. <laughs> I did. I did. I mean, I don't want no crying children around me. Fuck them. Like, that's annoying. Yeah. That you know. is true. That is annoying. Yeah, I don't like it. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of crying kids. Uh, if, I, if I could help them, like, stop crying, that'd be great. That's my closing thought. I'm not a fan of crying children. Yeah. Uh, so check out our Instagram. Uh, Tom's doing a great job of that. Uh, we have a thousand followers on it. And uh, <laughs> that sounds really funny to say that. 
It's a lot of people, man. Funny. A thousand people is a lot of people. You know, I'll say this about it, right? Like, More than I have on Instagram. We've grown it very organically. Yeah. No and gimmicks. Like, no, because no bots that, or bots. Be, no, because of that, like, it's a small group of people. But that group of people are so cool and, yeah. like, so good to talk to. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. And I think that's what matters, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, if yeah. You, if any of you Instagram followers, and they like to send me things, which yeah. is great. If any of you, if any of you Instagram followers are listening, thank you. And send me more stuff. And send Tom more stuff. He could always. If you want to send something for Ryan or Shanae, I'll make sure it gets to them. Eventually, I got you something. Won't. I got something over here that I'm trying to figure out how to get to Tom, but uh, we'll see how it goes. Drop it on his doorstep. Is it condoms? Uh, it is not condoms, Tom, because I know you don't use those. Oh. <laughs> is it one candle? <laughs> Zing. Oh. <laughs> you got the proof. <laughs> uh, on that note, uh, yeah, we also got other social medias. And then um, we have Discord. You can find us on YouTube, most podcast apps. And um, bye, guys. <laughs> bye, guys. Bye, guys.